Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjo Gall. Hello, and uh, welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic for today is building digital data strategy, architecture, and infrastructure. Our guest for today is Celso Mello, who's the Chief Information Officer for Reliance Home Comfort. Hi, Celso. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Very good, sir. Very good. And, uh, you know, the reason we wanted to talk about this topic is, you know, in the last, I'd say, a month, I've spoken almost on all different angles of digital transformation, maybe on the live broadcast like I'm doing here with you today, or at a different in-person events around multiple uh, cities across the United States. No matter who we speak with, and yes, they talk about other aspects of digital, but somehow this whole data as in a critical element is popping up again and again, and people are expressing serious concerns that, okay, business wants us to go digital, but without data, there is no digital. So what we wanted to explore here today is to see, yes, we would have a good data strategy and uh, we could we could at least work towards it and then you want to have an architecture and an infrastructure. But since, since there are some challenges in doing that, that's why even if we say, yeah, we will build a data-driven culture, that may not be enough. So, so how do we get to the brass tacks without going very technical, but still be able to build uh, a, a rather holistic approach to building a data, a digital data strategy, architecture, and infrastructure? That's that's essentially a goal. So, Celso, thanks so much for joining us, and and let's talk about the first aspect, the the very current state. Most companies and their CXOs, including CIOs and CDOs, both say that from a scale of one to ten. I don't see us being above two or three when it comes to data. Where are we stuck? Yeah, hi, Sanjok. Thanks for having me uh, in your program. Um, uh, and I'm afraid I'm part of that group. Um, you know, uh, it's really hard at, at this day and age to have a, a good handle on data. And I suppose this is... Uh, uh, this happens as a result of, uh, of uh, many legacy issues uh, that um, that uh, creep up over time. So, successful companies um, like ours um, uh, usually uh, grow um, in 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 the process. They have disjointed applications. They have uh, duplicated databases. They have. Uh, um, uh, and the suppliers actually uh, make it a little more difficult because uh, uh, with um, the hype of uh, big data and analytics and all of that, uh, you know, it, it creates more confusion, unfortunately. Um, so in sum, I think the use case for a, um, for a, a good holistic approach to data is not well-defined, and that's what uh, makes us stuck. Um, yes, you're right. Uh, the, the digital strategy requires a good data strategy. Without uh, data, there's no digital. But, um, but the use, precise use case in terms of uh, how we're going to uh, architect uh, and, and, and put our data together in a way that is meaningful to facilitate a digital business is not very well defined. And, uh, and that uh, it's not as easy to do as it sounds. Uh, it's something that uh, because of the amount and the uh, overwhelming uh, uh, influx of data makes it even more complicated. But I think at a deeper level, if I may, uh, I think there's a bit of a fear of disruption uh, to the existing sources of income. So the digital 
um, uh, approach to companies. It's uh, it's typical, typically a new uh, channel of business uh, that might cannibalize the existing uh, uh, channels, which makes it more complicated for senior management to embrace it fully and uh, and take it forward. Uh, meaning that uh, they might be putting their own sources of uh, revenue at risk. And you are spot on in terms of your assessment of many companies who are not have not been able to make progress in this field of data is because somewhere at the top there is a, the risk aversion, if you will, so that they could keep doing what they're doing. But at the same time, we know that you got to keep moving and moving ahead for you to stay relevant. And so, yeah, that's a different conversation where we, how do we get the, the, the people at the top to start recognizing. So now let's look at companies where they understand that they would either move, they either move ahead and forward or perish, and the, the business has understood, and they are willing to support it. They are willing to sponsor it. So now coming to where data is, and, and you mentioned that, you could have data coming as new form of data versus what you have been tackling. So if I were to ask you specifically that do we have a good handle on the data we have been using? Because if you have a successful business, that means you have some good processes running, you got some good visibility about the data so that you're keeping your customers happy even though at a transactional level. That means you got that to a point where anything new that comes it is not being stopped just because you don't even have handle on your existing data. So uh, if two years ago, if I'd asked you this question versus now, would you say that you are better off at least dealing with what you have in terms of yeah, data? Think, yeah, I think we're getting better every day. Um, and I think there's still a long way to go. Um, so, uh, so the data we have, um, and, and I, I'll talk about customer data in particular because that's more meaningful in the digital uh, context, um, uh, the, the, there's two problems with that. Um, there's uh, quality and control, right? So uh, by quality, I mean uh, inputs are per perhaps not as, um, as precise and accurate as they should, and control is uh, the data is not properly uh, organized in a way that it's easy to access. And, uh, and every day, we're making strides towards improving bo on both ends. So, uh, so in terms of data quality, for example, um, you, can, uh, you can mistake proof at the front end and uh, ensure that your frontline people will, will enter data in a way that um, uh, is checked and is precise and is accurate. Uh, and we're doing this every day with uh, with the uh, mobile technology influx that uh, that exists now. We can uh, we can create lots of logic that allows our frontline people, even field people that drive trucks in our business, for example, uh, they have that ability to enter data or scan uh, barcodes. That is an example uh, which uh, uh, reduce the 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 risk of uh, of uh, input errors and, and things of that nature. So two years ago, that wasn't the case. We would rely on people to type in information. Like serial numbers and, uh, and and very detailed data like this, which uh, you know just by definition would be prone to error. Whereas uh, with now a phone, you can take a picture of a barcode and the data will be right every time. So that's uh, that's something that we're better at now, um, and and uh, and that's on the quality side. On the control side, uh, our our uh, intention or our uh, strategy has been consolidation of databases. So uh, 
So we have multiple customer databases, for example, uh, with uh, uh, disparate data like uh, billing and sales data and marketing data and so on. And, and we're bringing it all together in central uh, repositories that, and, and trying to use it not only for reporting purposes, but also for transactional purposes, giving that uh, uh, um, uh, 360 view, uh, degree view of the customer uh, to our frontline people. So, so we're making strides on both, both ends, but uh, there's still a long way to go. Now, you, you did mention that you were tackling with the current state or whatever the data that you wanted to um, handle, and you mentioned customers. So now digital, if, if you were to think digital is only customer, that, that may reduce the scope of what we should be tackling because to give a good experience to a customer, just knowing what the customer uh, is saying is is not providing us enough insight so as to surprise or wow them. Because if we just deliver what they expect, then it's a transaction. But when we wow them, that's when they they take notice, it becomes remarkable, they share with others, and that's how they stay or attract new people. So that means we have to look outside the customer only and maybe internally to see what we could be doing or what data are we collecting, even at the operations level, which will allow us to optimize things and give a a, a better experience. Now, that said, we could go back to, say, 10 years ago. We started this journey of MDM, which is Master Data Management. A lot of uh, uproar regarding that, a lot of excitement and investments made. And at some point, we said, you know what, this is not happening the way we expected because we are looking for that one version of the truth with a premise that a frontline worker is ready to own their data and be custodian of their data. But when you dig deeper and start talking to them, they say, I really don't care. I'm here to do a job. So when nobody took ownership, it fell flat on its face. That time, we could still get away without having to solve that problem. Now now with digital, we cannot afford to have it stay the way it was in the past. So what do you think we can do this time to get out of it because now our existence is at stake. It's not just a good to uh, a feel good project anymore. Yeah, and I, and I think you're absolutely right about uh, empowering the front line. That's something that perhaps didn't work well in the past, but uh, in the digital world, that's uh, that's so important, right? You consider um, um, the importance of uh, rating, user rating in eBay or Uber or Amazon, uh, and that's the front line. That's the customer or the supplier that are uh, providing that information, and it's... Uh, it's uh, it's not uh, uh, catered or, or it's not uh, curated by anybody. It's uh, it's essentially just a, a raw information is provided, and it's it could be a decision maker in terms of a make or break the deal. So uh, so in a, in a real business scenario, I'll give you an example of uh, Zappos. I believe they're, they're front line people that sell shoes on the phone. They have uh, I believe they have a full power to uh, to modify or or uh, or provide uh, uh, refunds or make decisions in front of the customer without uh, any further approvals necessary from uh, a manager or anybody in the back office. So that's the sort of thing that I think is required um, in the future to facilitate the digital businesses. Um, uh, and, and most importantly, the data needs to support that type of, uh, of uh, process uh, decision-making. Would you say we should still aspire 
for that one version of the truth when it comes to data or is that utopic and we have to settle or at least start with uh, achieving something lesser than that as as a first step towards enabling digital well, I, th I think we should still aspire to that, but uh, knowing full well that is a uh, is a target uh, um, uh, very uh, uh, very difficult to get to. Uh, it, as long as we chart a path that takes us uh, uh, there step by step, I think uh, we're moving in the right direction. Um, and, and there's ways to do this, right? So uh, um, uh, there's data, you, you mentioned earlier that we have uh, the data that we already own and the data that we don't have, such as uh, um, in our case, for example, weather information is important in the HVAC business and uh, even traffic information for purposes of our route optimization. So, uh, so all of that needs to be consolidated in, in, in one place or in, in, in an easy accessible place in order for us to properly uh, service the customer or do it uh, in a way that uh, not only satisfies their needs but also wows them. So, uh, so we're not going to get to the point where all of the structured data that we already own and the unstructured data that we need in order to, to facilitate our processes are all easy to get to and fully integrated with our back-end systems. But if we know that that's the target, we can take steps towards uh, slowly bringing them in and integrating them into our processes such that, uh, you know, uh, little by little, we, uh, we, we move to, towards that point. So an example here is, um, uh, again, uh, back to our business. So uh, we use weather information, weather forecast information to uh, create, um, uh, to plan capacity. Uh, so we have about, uh, we process about uh, 500,000 uh, service calls a year. So uh, there's about uh, 800 uh, uh, service technicians uh, in, in the, uh, on the roads at any given time. And it's important that we plan this in a way that uh, we don't uh, create overcapacity, which is costly for us, or we don't, uh, we don't have undercapacity, which is a problem for our customers. So uh, weather is a, is a critical uh, element in that planning, in addition to uh, uh, technician availability, contractor availability, route optimization. All of that is, is brought into a model that we created um, to, to help uh, with that planning. We don't get it right every time, and, uh, but every year we look at what we did wrong the year before and try to uh, sharpen our model so that next year we get it right. So, yes, we're not going to get the 360-degree uh, the, the view or the holistic uh, nirvana uh, of data, but you know, if we take steps towards that every day by uh, in introducing a little bit every time, I think we're, we're in the right, going the right direction. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And I'd like to ask this fundamental question that should we even aspire to have a holistic data strategy? Because if you try to go after the impossible, and I'm not saying it is impossible, then, then we are losing out from what we could otherwise achieve uh, up front. Yes, it's great to have a vision, to have a utopia, but is that truly a, a, a practical uh, holy grail, if you will? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore.
Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management and Document Sharing Solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So sometime back, I remember, did a show of uh, lean back to treat your customer better or lean back to do more, which means how about taking a step back and, and asking this fundamental question, should there be? a holistic data strategy, and could there be a holistic data strategy? One is, that's even worth it. Another is, is it even possible? What do you think? Yeah, you know, it's, that's an interesting question. It's, it's a philosophical discussion, right? So uh, if, if, you, if you aim for the impossible, is that disruptive? Is that uh, uh, constructive or disruptive, right? Is it going to take you... Uh, somewhere is only going to uh, distract you from your goal. And, uh, and I think different people will probably take this in a different way. And I think uh, everything works as long as we're making progress towards uh, uh, the, the right direction, which is in this case uh, uh, facilitate a uh, data strategy that, uh, that gets to your business, uh, digital business goals. So, uh, so, so there's ways to, uh, whether or not you, uh, you create the holistic data strategy, as you put it, I think... Uh, uh, you know, there's a step before that. It's um, uh, considered all of the the processes, the applications, the the people, and and uh, and the technology you need uh, for uh, to enable your digital business, whatever that digital uh, business is. Um, so, in order to achieve that goal, you're going to need a certain data infrastructure or data architecture. So uh, whether that's holistic, whether that's, that's going to include, you know, structured, unstructured, uh, social media, everything that there, there, it could be, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's less relevant to the point of uh, uh, um, uh, getting to the point of um, uh, facilitating the digital business you have. I talked about the use case earlier on. So if you define that use case well enough, 
the holistic data strategy becomes less relevant. It's just important to the point to facilitate that use case. So, um, so I'll, I'll give you an example on this one. So, uh, so uh, uh, Apple, um, uh, if you read the, uh, the biography of uh, Steve Jobs, Apple created this pirate group, uh, which went off the mothership to try and create a new product. And obviously, they had to create their own uh, supporting infrastructure to get to that point. And I presume data was an important part of it. And they, and they split off the entire uh, um, uh, infrastructure in order to facilitate that. So did they create a holistic data strategy? Strategy, perhaps not. They just created a use case and a data strategy to facilitate that use case. So I guess to go back to your question, uh, should or could there be a holistic data strategy? I think um, um, maybe yes, maybe not. I think my answer here is only to the point it uh, supports a very well-defined use case. And um, when you let's move on to the the data architecture portion. So we have to kind of build a mothership, right, when it comes to architecture, which is not only to tackle what the type of data, the variety, the volume, the velocity, whatever that architecture we have to create should be able to support it. What not only what you have, but also create placeholders of what's possible and or what we see coming down the pike. And there are specific architecture groups within companies, and yes, there are data architects, and, and, and that's not a new thing people do. But when it comes to digital, what would you think is the state of our maturity in being able to produce an architecture which could turn out to be a mothership? Or do we just create satellite ships first and try to tackle what we have in a bite size and then think uh, mothership. And But if we do that, yeah, you might get your immediate needs covered, but you are truly not moving towards building a castle. It's almost like laying a brick. And you need to know which castle are you building. And since people have struggled with this architecture, and or maybe there is a struggle related to architecture, that's why they're not able to build that mothership. What you think could be done new, more, or different, specifically in the data architecture uh, context? Yeah, I, I think uh, to, to continue with the analogy, I think uh, the best way to approach this is to build a satellite, not, not many, but one little satellite uh, ship that will eventually become the mothership if it's truly successful. So it would start small. You create a, a, a data architecture um, or infrastructure that supports a specific use case, as I said earlier, and uh, it would start small, start with a pilot, and and try it a little, uh, a little, and in, in a small market, say, uh, start to be successful. Then you start to incorporate more data. Uh, the data architecture increases, and eventually, it might uh, overcome uh, where you started from, and and it becomes the mothership by itself. And and if suppose you even if you did that, what does it do to the big picture thinking we so you know you're not just getting one thing done at a time because that's what we've been doing all along digital is forcing us to think or to take a step back look broader look bigger and is it a matter of practice or is it a matter of us not uh, we've never been exposed to it that's why we are not able to take a step back or you're saying that's not even a good idea to begin with to start taking a step back, but then lose out on what you're doing on the ground. The concern is if you just look at the laying of the bricks and not thinking about which castle you're building, we might build a bridge instead of a castle, which is not what you wanted. 
True. Let's take a moment here and 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 discuss what digital is, right? If if you if you would allow me. Uh, so I th- I think there's digital. There's there's companies that uh, where the product is entirely digital and uh, where it isn't. It didn't necessarily used to be, but uh, but it became digital. So an example there is Netflix, right? So they sell a truly digital product uh, compared to Blockbuster. Which uh, rented uh, physical product. Um, in other cases, uh, there is a, uh, a product they use digital just to facilitate the uh, performance of uh, a physical service. So I think uh, Uber is an example of that, a physical service transporting passengers from point A to point B. But uh, the, how you go about uh, getting to that uh, service, it's all digital. A company like Amazon, for example, does both, right? Uh, you can buy a book. Uh, through a digital platform, but you can also download that book, which is an entirely, entirely digital product. The reason why I think that's important, that the distinction is important, is um, um, you know, when it comes to uh, the data architecture that you need and, and how you go about it, uh, whether it's that satellite or the mothership, I think it's very uh, related to what is the product uh, you're trying to sell and how whether it's the, the whole thing is going to be digital, the product itself is digital, or the delivery of the experience is digital. Um, uh, there's a different set of, uh, of, uh, of data uh, requirements that you would need in either case. Um, um, so, so as an example, um, let's say that, uh, so again, I'm talking from an HVAC uh, business, right? So this is, uh, we, we sell and install furnaces and air conditioners and uh, water heaters, plumbing and things of that nature. So, so by definition, that service is always going to be in the physical world. There, there, so far, there's no way to get uh, heat or cooling in a, in a digital way. However, uh, we can deliver that experience in, uh, in a digital way. We can facilitate our customers uh, uh, reaching out to us for a service request, for example, in an entirely digital experience. Uh, uh, be it, uh, say, uh, through an app online where they can o- not only uh, uh, request service but also uh, uh, find availability of our technicians, even see where the technician is, that who the technician uh, is that is coming to their door and when and uh, where their truck is. Uh, that, that entire experience can be uh, made digital, but ultimately the service is going to be performed in a, in a physical way. Um, in order to facilitate that uh, digital experience of getting a physical service, I need a certain amount of data about the customer, about the, the technician, about the equipment and all that, and that will drive my uh, use case, which in turn will drive my uh, my data architecture. If, however, my entire product was uh, was digital, I would need a lot more information about the product itself, and and uh, and, and in order to provide customers with um, with uh, that experience, um, uh, it, it would require a different kind of data architecture. I don't know if I answered your question or, or went around it. I just felt it was important to talk about that digital uh, uh, definition. No, you, 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 that is so that that is the definition which most people use. So there is no doubt about it. We just wanted to make sure that we are, we are not losing sight of the forest for the trees. You see what right. I mean? And the issue here is this: people have a tough time defining or seeing the forest for them to even think about. Yeah, so they're always been seeing the trees. In digital context, what you are trying to do is to, or the data architecture side, the the challenge is that they're they're having tough time seeing the forest. I'm not saying forgetting. You have to see it for you to forget it, mm. to envision it for you to forget it. But for them to do that, 
that's where people are challenged because they've always, in the data context, always have played at the tree level. And yes, I'm sir. trying to see if, if they keep doing it, then you would not get the, not I'd say the full uh, potential, but even if whether you're, you see, you mentioned about different ways people use digital, right? So you could either be using it for operational improvements or you could be doing for something totally fundamentally different in terms of a business model or a value chain reconfiguration, or you could be doing about coming out with product innovation. But all of those things have to be driven and or support rather not driven, but supported by something which will allow you to connect all different pieces wherever you're going with, 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 with using data as a, as a resource, as a, as a key element of how you exist as a company. But that's where if we don't have our arms around it, we will be using more of a shotgun approach. Is there a way to prevent it? Yeah, and, and that goes back to, to your very first question, right, in terms of where, where we're stuck. Uh, we're, we're stuck in, in terms of uh, not seeing the forest from the trees. You're, you're absolutely right. And I think, uh, I think the way to get out of it is to define that use case that I keep talking about, right? So I'll give you an example of, uh, of how, how we can get out of it and how we can, uh, we, can, uh, we can, I guess, take a small step towards seeing the forest from the tree. So, uh, so here, uh, some time ago, we, um, we decided to partner uh, with a third-party company in order to uh, uh, provide our customers with the ability to um, um, uh, create a marketplace um, uh, so that uh, customers could uh, order HVAC services as well as um, any type of uh, house uh, um, uh, service such as painting and plumbing and electrical and all of that. So, uh, so we wanted to create that uh, that marketplace through a partner where customers would then feel comfortable um, um, uh, ordering a service um, if, through a series of uh, reviews that would they would get for from other customers that did the same type of experience, similar to what you would see at uh, like a TripAdvisor type of experience where you have various uh, hotels or. Or, uh, or a travel experience is all rated, and, and you would go based on that and, and feel comfortable ordering because uh, you saw value there. Um, so we wanted to, 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 to be part of a marketplace like this. Um, and, and, and going back to the data comment on that, so what, uh, what, what data did we, would we need in order to facilitate that experience? Um, customers would need to know that they are our customers, that they can order. We would need to know uh, the information that they have and, uh, and how we can get to them, that their address. They would need to know uh, information about our technicians, where they are, location, and things like that. And, and that became, um, uh, I guess, seeing the forest from the trees. It's, uh, we have a very well-defined use case that, uh, that allowed us to just segment um, uh, pieces of data from the the large universe of information that we have um, uh, to facilitate just that one uh, uh, pro- digital product that we wanted to provide uh, to our customers. And uh, once we knew that that's what we needed to do, it was just a matter of executing. So, so the hard part, as you say, is just the scene that Forrest is defining it, and then uh, the execution follows. Let's take a quick break, listeners, and uh, when we are back, let's move on to the data infrastructure that we should be building so that we can collect, process, store, analyze, dispose, separate out, uh, distribute, 
anything and everything that we do in terms of operations on data, we are able to do it in an effective and seamless manner versus patching in uh, disconnected data sources in a kludgy manner and where things fall through the cracks. Because of course we need strategy, we need the architecture and the infrastructure so that when we do hit the road, we are able to execute well and realize the very strategy we started with. Please stay tuned listeners, we'll be right back. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So let's talk about the data infrastructure. Since we have a data journey uh, and data will flow through different plumbing and, and pipes and it will be utilized, stored, processed, distributed, you name it, as a resource. You got to have an infrastructure which will support it and not only what you've been doing all along, but if there's anything new that comes our way, which will in this digital age, there is not much of a shift you have to make every time. You're not ripping apart things. So that means you have to think through the data infrastructure for the future. And it could very well be fundamentally different than what you've been tackling till now in the pre-digital era. So what have you been doing? So it's interesting you use the word data journey, and I, I totally uh, relate to that. Um, and I guess traditionally we used to talk about data in terms of inputs and outputs, right? So data would uh, come in, and, and uh, there there would be a process that uh, modified that data or, or assigned that data, and then there would be an output uh, from that. And and I think it's very different now. Uh, you have a ton of input uh, from many different sources, some structured, some unstructured, and not all of that data gets uh, processed, or at least doesn't get processed right away. Uh, and it goes through a journey of, uh, of sometimes maturing, 
or, uh, or, or getting combined with other data or becoming relevant uh, until such time where it gets used towards uh, some, some, uh, some, some uh, product or, or some means or a report or, or a customer decision or whatever the case might be. So it's truly a journey rather than uh, a process as it was before. Um, what, what we've done here is, uh, and, and, and like I said, I, I don't profess to be a, a, a role model or, or a best practice in that regard, but uh, what we've done is um, we have data coming in uh, to our companies from many, many different sources. Uh, our own uh, users uh, are obviously a, a very important source. Uh, we also have uh, GPS data, for example, that comes from our trucks on the road uh, in terms of uh, uh, where our technicians are or have been. That's, that's uh, somewhat uh, structured, somewhat unstructured. We have traffic information. Uh, we have weather, as I said earlier. Um, we have billing information. We have banking information, financial information. So all of that uh, goes to different sources or, or sorry, different databases um, and, and gets loosely integrated um, and, and stay there. Um, and sometimes stay there for years before it gets, uh, uh, before we actually uh, have a use case where we need that information in order to, to do something uh, uh, more meaningful with it. So uh, I talked earlier about uh, an example where we create models that uh, factor in uh, weather forecasts and traffic patterns and technician uh, uh, availability in order to uh, produce uh, uh, shift information to uh, satisfy, satisfy customer requirements. Um, so that we already had that data in our databases for for years, uh, but it didn't become relevant or necessary until uh, until uh, we matured enough to uh, create a model out of the, out of there. And, and when such time came, we had to add even further data uh, in order to make that model uh, meaningful. So. Um, uh, I, w- I would like to finish that, sta- that statement here talking about uh, the cloud as a, as a facilitator for uh, infrastructure of data, right? So it, it, since the cloud uh, came around, I think it became a lot easier um, to talk about infrastructure, whether it's to support data or applications or anything. You can, you can with the cloud, do things very quickly, uh, a small investment, and, and ramp it up or down um, without uh, worrying too much or, or without needing uh, too much people, too many people, or, t- or too much investment. Which is, which is fantastic. Uh, however, there are concerns with that too, right? So there's certain data that doesn't lend itself well to the cloud, uh, not so much because of security. I think security is something that can be handled, but uh, in terms of integration, um, some of that data needs to be integrated back to some of uh, your, your systems that uh, uh, may not be on the cloud or on separate clouds or private clouds, and integration uh, between various clouds, it's not trivial. Um, so we have to be careful uh, uh, when segregating data or, or deciding where the infrastructure is going to be, whether it's on-prem on the cloud, based on the need, in my opinion, based on the need for integration uh, with other data elements um, uh, um, when making that decision as to where, where to host uh, your information. Now, when you do mention about the data, so whatever infrastructure that you created in the past, if you were to not necessarily rethink, but maybe extend, or in some cases fundamentally rethink. I would not totally rule rethinking out. What changes would you make knowing that you could get some more unstructured data? It'll come at a faster pace. You might have data generated at at the edge, which is not... The, 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 and that, that type of data, it's better off not stored on the cloud because there's way too much uh, lag or latency or, or even other costs. So, so the volume, the variety, the velocity, 
that you have. And then top of it, you want to do analytics on it because data itself, yes, it has value, but really you're trying to derive value from analytics, the insights that you get. So if you were to take your organization, for example, and you start thinking digital, what would be your incremental shifts in the way you saw the data infrastructure? And also on the ground, what would you change? What is your logical thinking about data infrastructure and what would you do physically? Well, again, I think uh, it, it starts with defining where data needs to stay based on, uh, and you said, uh, you said it right, it's a volume, it's, uh, it's about uh, where the data is generated, what kind of, uh, uh, how, how it's going to uh, be used, it's a velocity and all of that. So all of that needs to uh, um, uh, be characterized and, and well-organized in order for you to make uh, decisions. Now, in terms of changes, which is your question, what kinds of changes uh, I think you need a, a well-defined uh, uh, infrastructure strategy on, on your own data center side uh, in terms of redundancy, for example, and, uh, and, and making sure that uh, that data, whether or not you use it uh, immediately or use it for future purposes, is, um, is, character, is categorized in, in, uh, in, in levels of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, I guess, how proprietary it might be and, and how secure it needs to be and, and how much uh, uh, redundancy you need for that particular uh, uh, portion of your data. And likewise, uh, if velocity is an issue, you, you may not uh, put it on the cloud. So you may need to change your policies and procedures with regards to uh, you know, what stays on the cloud, what doesn't stay on the cloud. Um, we haven't uh, really done much in terms of my company uh, in that regard. I think we've, uh, we've established uh, procedures uh, around uh, uh, security of data, confidentiality of data, uh, what can go on the cloud, what cannot, uh, but l uh, to a larger extent, uh, I think we're in the infancy of, uh, of, um, of uh, the infrastructure side of it. We're, we are leveraging the cloud as much as we can, um, but, uh, but we've bumped into uh, obstacles with regards to uh, integration back to legacy applications when we deploy data and applications on the cloud. So, so that's an, an additional concern for us. So um, in, in the next level of what you're trying to do, whether we spoke about strategy or architecture and infrastructure, it is all about people driving it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the leaders are the ones who have to see that, okay, what I did to come this far may not take me to the next level without fundamentally looking at how my organization is designed and or structured. It could be the people, the reporting relationships, the way you are, um, you know, scaling back and up and what the capabilities you have, whether it is in-house capability or what you have from outside. So if someone is getting ready in context of data, what organizational changes do you think are recommended or, all, or what type of organizational review do we conduct to find out what changes we need? so that it becomes conducive, the organization becomes conducive to building a holistic data strategy, architecture, and infrastructure. I, I honestly think that's probably the most important uh, aspect of this entire conversation here is the organizational changes, because uh, while data seems to be a technical uh, uh, concern, it, it's not. It's really about the organization. And the problems we're dealing with uh, have to do with the fact that the organization uh, is structured in a, in, a, in a way that perhaps is not conducive to, uh, to proper data um, uh, health. So let me be more specific. So uh, 
So uh, organizations, when they grow, they maybe because of scalability pressures, they uh, they have to be organized in silos, right? So you have the billing department, you have the sales department, and you have the operations department, which in in turn can be broken down even further. Um, but customers don't see co- companies that way. They don't see. Um, a, a customer as you know right now i'm uh, i'm in the process of purchasing something or or i'm uh, paying my bill or i'm getting a service and uh, and as such i should be a different customer and, and deal with different people customers expect especially in the digital world that uh, they're going to be treated in a seamless way it doesn't matter how they're in what what uh, touch point they're having with a company so it's almost like organizations need to be organized around the customer experience as opposed to um, the departmental silos in order to facilitate the digital delivery of um, of the service which in turn has to do with the data right so if you had the organization uh, um, around the customer uh, process, maybe the data becomes less of a concern it, because it, it's naturally owned by the same people that are dealing with the, the frontline people that are dealing with the customer end-to-end. So I think this is about uh, rethinking the organization around the customer and empowering the frontline. We talked about that earlier as well. So giving the frontline who is, uh, I guess, the, 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 the part of the, your company that is dealing with the customer firsthand to, uh, to, ha- to make decisions um, in terms of uh, uh, updating data and getting data right uh, the first time and, and correcting as they go, um, um, uh, as well as processing and making decisions along the way. Now, this is easier said than done. And typically, uh, it might be easier for companies to segment a digital um, business outside of there. And we talked about the mothership and the satellite before. But it might be easier for a company to create a separate, separate digital um, unit or business unit that is organized around the customer that empowers the front line and treats data in a um, in a seamless way than trying to do this uh, with uh, with uh, the main um, uh, I guess mothership to use that an- analogy again because that's so structured and so stuck to their ways that it's, it's really hard to change. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back and let's talk about. The, the very processes that we have been talking about changing as, as a prerequisite to digital transformation. And then when we think about process changes, of course, it's going to have an impact on the data, whether in terms of how it gets created, how it gets morphed, how it gets stored, processes, you name it. When we are thinking of data as a fundamental key element, and yes, process changes have to be reviewed, and that becomes a prerequisite, should we keep the two separate? Because typically people say uh, process changes should be kept independent of what data it will create. But should the data now drive also or it should have an impact on how much tweak do we do to the processes or, or to make the data journey better? Should we tweak the processes to make the data journey better or it should be abstracted from it till the time you look at process as the most optimized process you could create to, to get something done, but it makes the the data journey more complicated. Should we connect the two or we keep still keep it separate? Let's explore it when we come back. Please stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 
predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management and Document Sharing Solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, uh, for digital transformation, we know we need process changes and optimization before we go ahead and opt- automate or do anything else with respect to digital transformation related optimization. Traditional thinking always has been where, okay, let's simplify the process, let it be, be optimized or simplified to a point where it gets the job done the fastest, least cost, etc. But we have never usually at that time, we will, we will inventory the data entities or attributes, but we will never think about what will it do to the data. That was an afterthought. But now with digital coming in, should we invite the data discussion even at the process rethinking level? so that we are not left holding the bag by saying, okay, we, in, we, we simplified the process for the customer, but we further complicated our data journey and in turn made that whole data-related uh, efforts uh, difficult and in some cases impossible. Yeah, so, so look at, uh, and, and uh, obviously I wasn't there, but uh, look, imagine what uh, went on at uh, the Uber office when they were thinking about uh, what the uh, digital experience would be for someone um, um, ordering a taxi, right? So uh, they probably thought about, uh, okay, so someone's going to pull up their phone and, uh, and they're going to they're gonna have to show the app or the app is going to know where that, uh, that person is. Um, they're going to need to know where uh, available drivers are and, and everything has to be meshed together. So the process that they were thinking about, uh, obviously it was um, a part and parcel with the data. And the data in this case is location of the customer, location of the drivers, uh, destination of the, of the customer. All of that is part and parcel with the definition of the entire experience, which I, I think in this case we're, we're talking about process, right? So I think absolutely it has to be all uh, taken in, in, in as one, uh, both data and process, uh, in order to facilitate the, di- the digital experience because, after all, 
digital is um, is manipulating the data, right? It's, it's getting data in and out and, and providing uh, data sometimes as a product uh, or sometimes to facilitate the delivery of the product. That's part and parcel of uh, of the delivery of that um, of that service or product. So. Uh, we, so you see, uh, our Uber example, Salsa, your Uber example is a good one, which is that, that's why digital natives have a leg up over the regular organizations because they started knowing that data will be a foundational, critical element for us to get to the next level, right? right. Talk about an airline. Talk about other complex event events that happen, say, even in an airline. They did not start keeping digital in mind. They try to make a good customer experience. Now try going behind the scenes and look at, looking at their processes, how many different elements play. But if they were to start thinking of optimizing the process, that might optimize it for the customer, but not necessarily internally, and which actually prevents them from taking it digital all the way. So this is just a question I'm throwing out for you and the listeners is, are we at a point where we say, you know what, whatever optimization we will do to the processes, but it should not cannibalize by making data journey more complex? Hmm. Yeah, I, and, I, and I share the same problem here in my company as, uh, as I guess, in your example, an airline would do, right? So we have, uh, we have a ton of data, uh, uh, and we have physical experiences as opposed to digital uh, which we are trying and, and struggling to, to turn into digital so as to keep up with uh, customer demand. Uh, but as you look behind the scenes, uh, the data itself doesn't lend um, uh, naturally to, to the digital processes. So how do you do it, uh, is your question. I think what, uh, what, uh, what we're seeing is, uh, um, you know, you have to take bits and pieces of, uh, of that. But, but to, to go back to your question, Process and data needs to be looked at together. Uh, it, there's no way for, for you in a digital, in a true digital experience, to optimize the process, try to make it faster and better and, and cheaper uh, without, uh, without looking at how the data is going to facilitate that in the digital world. It's, it's, they're very much the same. I'll, I'll, I'll use my company again as an example. So, uh, so for, a service, for a yeah, service, for a service, it's a very important part of, uh, of what we do, and, uh, and it's, it's critical that, uh, that we know the data of um, uh, the equipment, the equipment the customer has, uh, the billing information about the customer, the address, and when we facilitate and optimize that process of service delivery, that data needs to be part and parcel of the, that entire transaction. On behalf of the show and our listeners, thank you so much, Celso, uh, for sharing your views on uh, how leaders can work on building a holistic data strategy and corresponding architecture and infrastructure for them to be able to get to the next level in their digital journey and not compromising data, which is one of its most critical elements. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, and listeners, hope you enjoyed, got some idea about how data can be best optimized for digital. Please like us on Facebook, search for CTN, and be sure to follow us on Twitter and join our LinkedIn group. Thank you again for listening to this segment on CTN. This is Sanjog All, your talk show host. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.